Um, hey, Brian. Yeah? Could I start our podcast? Yes. Okay. So, okay, could you do something for me? Could you, um, yes. when you're editing this show, could you, like, edit in some, some kind of creepy, like, like piano music in, in on what I'm about to say? Yes. Okay, okay. All right. Are, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Hi. In a world with, uh... Lots of different breakfasts for us to choose from. A lot of us choose oatmeal. Or what is more popular, the overnight oats, in which someone takes a uh, milk substance and soaks oats in them overnight. But what we don't think about is the origin of the overnight oat, and that it actually has a much darker history that reflects human existence. I'm Allison Truge, and this is more Important Meal. <laughs> wow, very good. I want to give you an Amazon show. <laughs> Thank you. Do you think that do you think that we could have an Amazon video original original program? Here's the thing, based on off just that, yeah, 100%. Can I can I can, can I confess something to you? Yes. I don't think that there is a dark history to overnight oats. I think that someone just like decided that instead of having their oatmeal hot, they really wanted to have it cold and to to make it take more time. I feel like it has to be dark inside the fridge unless the Whoa. light inside the fridge stays on. Oh, <gasps> wait, this is a better work. Okay, let's let's workshop. Let's workshop this. So, okay. Uh maybe I could start the podcast in the same like Aaron Mankey kind of way, but Wait, Aaron who? Aaron, I don't know who you're talking about. Aaron, most important meal. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> so we can start from the oats perspective. Okay, so can you dub in some more piano music on what I'm about to say? All right, perfect. Okay. A lot of people love who I am, the oat, saturated in water. Everyone asks, how do you make overnight oats? No one asks, how are the overnight oats? I'm an old-fashioned oat soaking in some oat milk, and this is more important meal. Wow, that's brilliant. Uh, I want to give you six book deals based on that alone, <laughs> in addition to the Amazon show. Thank you so much. I feel like, um, so that, that character's name is Odie, and he is an old-fashioned oat. Um, I think that he's probably a Quaker oat, you know. Um, I think that spirituality is really important to figure out in your in your characters. Uh, let, let's do some characterization exercises. Okay, great. If you're Odie, can I be Garfield? <laughs> Brian, Garfield is not in Overnight Oats. Although, oh, you could sorry. say that Overnight Oats are <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> yeah, there's layers Wait, okay, yeah, of there's milk layers. and oats. So the oats are like lasagna pasta and then the milk is like the ricotta cheese that you don't like because you prefer a bechamel and then the fruit like if you did like strawberries that's like tomato sauce tomatoes are fruit so yeah it tracks. <laughs> overnight oats is lasagna my work is done here all right we can we can call that podcast a wrap do you think that's good i think that's perfect uh what do you say um i say what did you have for breakfast? For breakfast.
breakfast this morning, I went to Mike's City Diner and had the weekday special, as is tradition. I didn't know that you went to Mike's this morning. Here's the thing. I wake up early enough that <laughs> when I say goodbye to you and I say goodbye, Truge, have a great day, and I kiss your cheek, you're probably still asleep and don't realize that <laughs> I've left. So listeners at home don't know this about Brian, but he started watching YouTube videos by Wheezy Waiter, and Wheezy Waiter did this video um, where he woke up every day at 4.30 a.m. Have you been waking up every day at 4.30 a.m. like since you saw that video? I've set an alarm for 4.30 a.m. every day. Sometimes I sleep in, but more often than not, I'm up at 4.30. And the reason I'm doing this is because it feels amazing to have literally a full day's worth of time before you have to go to work. It's also amazing that I get home from work at like 8 p.m. and Brian's like, all right, you got like an hour with me before I'm going to bed. I don't go to bed any earlier now than I did before I started waking up early. You know, something that I have heard is that we should sleep less. I have heard that that's (laughs) that's good for our health. No, but I I love that you've been doing this because I think that it's been giving you a lot of happiness. I don't mean to rag on you. Um, So that gives you a lot of time, though, to like go to the diner in the morning if you want. And you leave so early in the morning that I am like not conscious by the time you're you're leaving. Yeah, you're not. But it's okay because I kiss you and I love you. And I tell you later how I. (laughs) <laughs> how I kissed you goodbye. I, I know that this morning I told you to have a good day, but the reason I know that is because um, I feel like I've trained myself to half-consciously tell people to have a good day. Or not people, like you specifically. Um, I know that because as soon as you left, I had the instinct to say good night. <laughs> because like when you say good night to somebody when you're like half asleep at night so you mean like you were still asleep so your brain thought it was like midnight and someone was saying good night to you i just think that like i mean this is what's true for me i would love to hear if this is the case for other people but i feel like um i have like ingrained in me like sleep habits that i don't even think about like i wasn't consciously being like okay have a good day i feel like it's something that like sleep truge knows to say to you before you leave in the morning kind of like in the middle of the night when brian is very asleep and i have just gone to sleep brian like rolls over and he's fully asleep but then i i go over to him and i give him a little kiss and then i say i love you and he'll be deep 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 asleep but he always responds i love you too it's very cute and i love him I love you very much, and I'm so glad that even when our wildly differing uh, sleep schedules, uh, our paths cross in dreamland, we still uh, have love for each other. It's really, really cute. Um, Today for breakfast, I had lasagna um, or overnight oats, Um, and I've had the same like recipe for overnight oats every single morning for the past like literally three or four months um i do (laughs) so this is actually really funny because i have been making overnight oats for a really long time i feel like the first time i talked about making them on this show it must have been like 2016 or 2017 but one of my favorite youtubers simply nail logical who has like a nail art channel but it's not really a nail art channel it's really more like a like a just 
anything goes kind of channel where she sometimes talks about nails um she did this video where she like recorded how she makes her overnight oats and she the one thing that she different that she did differently for me is that she would mash up a banana like in the bottom of whatever container she was using and i was like wait that's such a good idea because then like it gets like it just incorporates really well and it makes the oats like really thick and good so i mash up a banana and then i put oats on top and then i put oat milk on top which is a a wild idea right um because that's like double oat um I, i really like oatly oatly is amazing um and then on top of that i put like two scoops of peanut butter and some pumpkin pie spice and then that's that's my breakfast in the morning and i've super super liked it and it is basically a lasagna i wish i liked overnight oats but i don't like the texture because all the flavors you just listed sound amazing it's really really good and i think what i started to say but then i i like lost track of myself is that i've been making overnight oats for long enough that I really should move on to another flavor. Like, I've noticed myself getting kind of tired of it, but I just can't stop myself from doing banana and peanut butter. It's just so, 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 so good. Um, Like, I don't even add, like, sugar or anything to it because the oat milk and banana, like, makes it sweet enough. Um, But <laughs> I feel like I need to move on to a new flavor, but I don't know what that is because I... um. I love bananas so much. Um, bananas. You like what you like, and that's okay. You know all the flavors that you want to have in the morning, and you implement them, and that's great. I feel like I've become more and more of a creature of habit, especially as we haven't been recording this podcast, so I don't feel that I should have more interesting answers for, like, what you have for breakfast this morning. I literally just have the same breakfast every day. Although, what I will say is... For the past couple days, I feel like almost every meal I've eaten is breakfast. Like today, I've eaten breakfast foods every single meal of the day. Okay, so going back to not having more interesting answers, when has that stopped me? Most of the episodes of this show, I've just been like, oh, I skipped breakfast this morning and had pasta. No, but Brian, I feel like we're like foils to each other. I feel like you're the person, I'm the person that's like, here's the idea that I had for breakfast that I accomplished with my like with my like food know-how and my Pinterest prowess. And you're the person who's like, hello, my name is Brian Hamilton and I had a steak today at 6 a.m. We are 6 a.m. steak. We're from Worcester, Massachusetts. (laughs) One, two, three, four. Here's the thing that would be you. And also, am I wrong? You are not wrong. What are we talking about tonight? Um, oh, wait, are we recording a podcast? No, no, we're just in different rooms uh, talking over Discord for no reason because we love each other. Oh, I thought that it was weird that you were like, I'm going to go in the other room. Here's a microphone. Got to get that good, sweet sound isolation. I just thought that you didn't want to hang out with me. No, I always want to hang out with you because I love you. <laughs> I love you very, very, very much. Um, today, so I was the one that requested re-record, although we do record very, very, very regularly. Um, because I've been thinking a lot about New Year's resolutions. And I've been specifically thinking about the breakfast resolutions episode. I looked it up. We made that episode in January 2017, which was truly a million years ago. It was almost three years ago those are two different lengths of time that you just said they're wildly different i want to acknowledge that before we move on (laughs) 
You're right. Um, except you're wrong. Three years is a million years. No, three years is... Uh, no, no, a million years is... 333,333.33333 repeating times more than three years. 525,600 minutes. How do you measure a year in the breakfast? By With uh, with PCALC by our friend James Thompson, uh, where you can do the math on how many times more exaggerated Truge thinks it's been since we recorded that episode. Oh, Wow. I, I love that we plug our friends. We're like YouTubers plugging each other's merch. <laughs> okay, so I felt really moved to talk about breakfast resolutions because it's been a million and ten years and three years um, since we last did a resolutions episode. The reason that we haven't done one since I think is a multifaceted, multi-layered reason. The main one being I actually think that New Year's resolutions are kind of silly. Um, I've always thought that. It's been like, um, like why pick this specific time of year to make changes to your life? Because like, I'm deep in seasonal depression. I like, don't, uh, I like, don't really want to make a ton of changes to my life, but you know, it's like the start of something new and like, you can kind of reinvent yourself and like all these different things. Also this time of year, especially like, uh, being a person who likes their body at all and like is fat at all, it's really hard to just exist because I mean, it's hard to exist in a body at all this time of year because everyone's like, Oh, by the way, your body's bad, no matter what it is or like how big it is or how small it is. Like you really should be doing something differently. Um, and I really, really, really hate, um, all of the marketing and all of the like all of the industry around like dieting and food this time of year because I feel like everyone has some kind of New Year's resolution that is like around food or it's like thinly veiled or not at all veiled things being like wow I'm gonna lose a bunch of weight because well, wow I hate fat people um that's not how I feel at all however I remember one of my breakfast resolutions in 2017 was to eat more plant-based or vegan or vegetarian meals. And I think that we recorded a follow-up at some point because I think I remember admitting this. I like didn't do that in 2017 and I didn't really do it in 2018 either. I like found it really hard to take meat out of my diet. And like there are so many reasons that are like absolutely not weight or nutrition based at all to cut meat out of your diet, like environmental reasons and like cruelty reasons and all that kind of stuff. But this year, I realized specifically today that for the past year, and especially in the past six months, um, I kind of accidentally have been eating more plant-based. I feel accidental. like... Accidental. Accidental. She didn't mean to be a vegan. Be a vegan. Um, I'm also definitely not a vegan, but I've noticed that, like, you know, you have like three meals a day. I feel like two-thirds of my meals are vegetarian or vegan most of most of the time vegetarian though and then when i eat meat it's usually like chicken or chicken sausage or something like that so i think that that's really interesting that like this is the year that i didn't have a resolution to eat more plant-based and it just ended up happening for happening for me because like I found that I really love oat milk. Um, Oatly's branding really got me, but then uh, it's also the best milk in the whole world. I think I've talked before on this podcast about how most milk substitutes are just like bad. As a person who like loves milk, but milk does not love me, um, I like 
have really, really appreciated having a milk substitute that like makes me feel good and doesn't make my body feel bad. And it also tastes really good. And it also actually froths and actually like does good things when it's heated up. Um, this is a really circuitous way of saying I wanted to talk about breakfast resolutions. I especially wanted to talk about the ones that we had in the past. Although I'm realizing that I don't remember what Brian's resolution was, and I don't Nor think that do Brian... Nor do I. Yeah, we don't remember what Brian's resolution was. We can say that Brian resolved to eat breakfast, um, maybe like more traditional breakfast foods <laughs> during the mornings. I think my resolution back then was uh, 4K, and Apple just announced their 6K display today and the pricing for that and all of that. So I think uh, going forward, my resolution will be 6K, and before it was only 4K. Um, if you're wondering, I have heard Brian make that joke every year that we have been dating. We've been dating for five years in September. Um, so that is special and good and we love each other very much. All right. So everyone take out your peacalc, uh, <laughs> type in five for the number of years we've been together and multiply it by one for the number of times true tears that joke per year and that's going to give you a grand total of hang on let me push the equal sign here on p calc uh five times that true just heard that joke um thank you for doing that math you're welcome i went to art school so i couldn't have done that myself so thank you very very much i went to film school and i can only multiply things by uh 24 <laughs> a 24 a a 24 i guess I, I just wanted to talk about resolutions because i feel like um resolutions don't work most of the time but this one did three years later <laughs> and i think that that is pretty okay i like the idea of yearly themes more than resolutions uh, i got that from the cortex podcast which is incredible uh, and they talk about uh a one unifying theme that generally influences their decisions throughout the year it's not one big i'm going to do this thing it's just i'm gonna think about this one thing throughout the year uh for the year of 2019 my theme was uh 2019 is the year of awareness where i tried to be more aware of things like my health or my bank account or the people around me how do you think that worked brian uh, not very well. Uh, we'll get into that again sometime soon. But um, the the idea was that I wasn't doing like a big thing on January 1st or January 2nd. I was thinking uh, about awareness and the things around me pretty consistently throughout the year. Whether or not I acted upon it is another story. Word. Yeah. I So I also did a yearly theme this year, although I think that I really bit off a little more than I could chew. My theme was do better because I just wanted to like, um, I, I, I had a feeling last year that I just like wasn't very disciplined and that there were a lot of things that I wanted to be doing and I just like didn't have the discipline to follow through with a lot of them. Um, and so I feel like I was successful in a, in a couple of different ways. Um, like this year I like pretty much totally transformed the way that I eat. Um, I just like said that I eat vegetarian a lot of the time. And even when I'm not eating vegetarian, I feel like I make pretty good choices. Um, I've been like, uh, this is like kind of hard to talk about as like a body positive person who's not interested in losing weight. Um, but I've been like tracking the food that I've been eating, which is like kind of tumultuous. Um, but I have really appreciated like knowing 
when my energy is down, I'll like look at everything I've been eating and I'll be like, oh, that's because I haven't eaten like any carbs in the past like 48 hours. Maybe I should uh, fix that because carbs are good for you and they give you a lot of really good energy. So doing stuff like that has like taught me a lot about myself in the past year. Um, I also stopped buying fast fashion. I've only been buying clothing um, like secondhand for the past like three months ish, a little bit more than that. Um, so stuff like that, that I always wanted to do, but didn't have enough discipline to accomplish, or I didn't feel like I had enough discipline to accomplish. Um, I feel like I, I did really well this year. However, when you're a creative person, the motto do better is like a really, really bad one to have because like everyone has a voice in the back of their head that says whatever they're doing isn't good enough. And when you have that voice in the back of your head, it means that like nothing ever gets done because perfect gets in the way of done. So I feel like I, I've done a lot of really cool design projects this year, like freelance wise and at my like day job. But uh, it's really gotten in the way of like, I don't know writing poems and like recording a podcast with the person I love about breakfast food that I still I still tell like Lyft drivers when they're like what do you do I'm like oh I I do a silly podcast with my partner about breakfast food and everyone's always like oh I don't know what that means do you eat breakfast on the podcast and it's like no we don't because my boyfriend doesn't like editing mouth sounds you know, just just little things. So yeah, I, I guess going forward, I wanted to talk about resolutions going forward. And my resolution is to create more. I feel like that's a pretty basic one. But also, I'm, I'm not going to like sit and try to make the perfect word for what I mean because the word create isn't good enough because I feel like that's not in the spirit of what I'm trying to do. Um, but that also means I really want to get creative with... Um, the kinds of meal preps that I'm doing. Um, because it's been hard to talk about breakfasts because I've been eating the same breakfast like every day for the past four months. So I am going to try to like do some variety and like have some cool things to talk about so that Brian can be like, hello, I had a steak. And I can be like, oh, well, I had a, uh, a homemade hash with, with Brussels sprouts and eggs. Actually, that sounds delicious. We should make that. It would be so good, and it would be really good to prep as well. I've been, <laughs> I've been toying with the idea of starting a lunch podcast that's like a like meal prepping podcast, but I also feel like that's um, I don't want to you know corner myself in a food niche. Although I guess I've already done. That. I want to go back to uh, counting calories and the way that you've been using LifeSum uh, in this past year. You know what, Brian? Now that you've mentioned them, they'll never sponsor us. No, <laughs> but yeah, I've um, been I've been using LifeSum, um, and the other part of it is that like um, I was wondering if I was like because sometimes I would just like eat a ton, um, and then I would feel so like lethargic and bad, um, and so part of like downloading LifeSum was also me being like maybe this will help me like stop overeating and like portion control. Um, and I think that it has helped me. You are a fat, body-positive person who does not want to lose weight, and you're you, you're using LifeSum 
for reasons that are not losing weight. And there's a trillion and one other reasons to want to make, you know, healthier eating choices and more ethical eating eating choices in your case. And, you know, y- you have felt better since, you know, getting a clearer picture of what you're eating. And yeah. I feel like that's not, that's not antithetical to your body positivity. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. I feel like even explaining it as much as I am is like definitely not necessary. Like no one should have to like know the inner work of my brain to like know that this is like fine and good and and dandy and everything and it's not for anyone to like cast judgment over or whatever I just like I don't know I feel like whenever I hear people talking about any kind of like restriction or calorie counting or anything like that it always perks up my ears and then I'm kind of like "Ah, I don't know I don't know about that person I don't know how they feel about me so I don't know I just wanted to throw that out there like in this discussion that like I think that the culture around weight loss and fitness particularly is like pretty toxic and I hate it. And yeah, <laughs> that's that's me, Allison Truch. That is you, Allison Truch, and I love you very much. Uh, my resolution, I have already started uh, because, as you said, January 1st is a terrible time to start doing something. So I've been already doing it. And it's been waking up early and making sure I have a nice cup of coffee in the morning. Ooh. I spent a lot of time this year and last year, honestly, drinking Red Bull because my uh, my office has Wait, a, you've been uh, drinking Red Bulls? I didn't even know that about you. You are always surprised every time I tell you about it. And I think you just block it out because I've told you a bunch of I times. I just block it out because I can't think about you like drinking poison always. It's it's not poison. It's a little poison, but it's not poison. Um, So I, I would drink Red Bulls to get my, uh, my caffeine levels up and uh, make sure that I'm a productive, healthy human uh, ready to take on the day. But it doesn't make me very happy. Like, I feel good after, but it doesn't make me very happy. Uh, so I want to make sure that uh, one of the reasons I'm waking up at 4.30 is so I have the kitchen to myself to uh, make a nice AeroPress cup of coffee. Uh, I have fallen back in love with the AeroPress after realizing that I don't want to dilute the cup. Uh, what happens is when you make an AeroPress, it makes uh, only about two-thirds of a typical mug of coffee. Uh, so what a lot of people do is add hot water to uh, make it a full cup of coffee, uh, but that dilutes the flavor a little bit. If you don't dilute the flavor, it's delicious. It's fruity. It's fresh. There's so much extra stuff in there that you lose. God, I love coffee. Um, I love espresso. That's why I love espresso. It's so concentrated. There's so much more flavor to it. And the texture is just oh, silk. I love it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I want to make sure that I am uh, making myself coffee. And enjoying caffeine in a way that makes me feel good. Plus, the process is a ton of fun. It's like a fun, chill, meditative way to kill time at like 4.45 in the morning. Yeah. One of the big life changes that I made that I didn't even mention is that I've actually stopped drinking coffee, not of my own volition. So I've I've had to stop drinking coffee because... Like, I've just physically been a wreck after drinking coffee. And the secret is that I've always been a wreck after drinking coffee. And I just thought to myself, like, oh, well, I'm lactose intolerant and I ignore it. So it's probably just that. It's not that. It's that coffee's so bad for me. And, like, my body hates it. I did have coffee for the first time in, like, two or three weeks today. And I felt like, okay, 
Um, but I've switched to tea and I do really miss like the act of making a cup of coffee. Like making tea is also like kind of like a calming thing, but there's so much less steps. That's just like what it is. Like there's less steps and you don't have to think <laughs> about them as much. So you can't like uh, get into the process of it as much as making a cup of coffee. Um, also, AeroPress is like really finicky, which I like is it that probably just rings all your bells because like you're the kind of person that like loves that kind of process i love a finicky process that you know i get to go from uh, step one to two to three all the way up to 50 uh and it makes me feel really good and i feel like uh like when you drink coffee and it doesn't make you feel good is it like an a uh, a belly thing is it a head thing is it a energy thing what is it it's a belly thing and kind of an energy ah. thing um, because I've gotten an Apple watch in the past year too. So like, it lets me know if my heart is racing. So like, that's fun. And, uh, no one asked you except I asked you, <laughs> you know by, what I by mean? By purchasing it, you asked for its opinion <laughs> about your heart. Right. Exactly. Uh, I wonder if there's a way, here's my resolution. I'm going to, uh, find ways to get some tasty caffeine in you. And also that I can make us both a cup of coffee that doesn't make you feel bad. I'm wondering if there's a way that, like, we can get, like, some of the acidic flavor out of coffee and get some of the, like, smoother, tastier parts of it uh, into your belly. You're such a sweet boy, but it's not the acidity. It's just that, like, the thing itself, like, I just can't. I've just, like, resolved the fact that I probably just can't have coffee as often as I've had it before. Um, I feel like if I had it once or twice a week once or twice a week it would be fine um and i do like tea like i i like making it and smelling it and and whispering sweet nothings to it um but that means that on weekends you can make me coffee brian and it'll be fine yeah i i enjoy tea as well but only like at night and if it's like a sleepy time herbal tea actually that sounds amazing i'm gonna do that immediately off after this podcast I'm yeah make wait why didn't we do that tea. why didn't we do that before this podcast can we take a break and do that no no let's do it after the podcast we're so close to the end could we like imagine like that we did that and come back and post and be like oh yes we're all we're both holding a hot cup of tea and, and oh man this this mug is burning my hand here let me take a slurp slurp oh ooh, such ooh, good sleepy me, time let me take a slurp slurp uh sorry i hope oh. that you don't have to edit that out in post because i know you don't like oh, the man. sip sounds I really don't like mouth sounds. Let me see if I can go away from the mic and make uh, make some mouth sounds to drink this uh, tasty sleepy time. Slurp! Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'll get away from the mic, too. Slurp! Oh, hang on. Let me add some honey to this because I want a little sweetness. Bloop! That's a drop of honey entering the teeth. <laughs> That's like you being my honey in my life. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. ready for the after show oh yeah wait what's what's the after show gonna be i don't know anything we want what's your favorite thing you've seen on the internet today um so when you say the internet it's the cables that connect the computers how do you see things on it like like a little mouse running across it so you're sitting at my desk right now uh look under the desk and find the blue cable that blue cable is the internet and that Sorry, I took sorry I took a sip of tea while I was looking down there. 
Oh no, I'm uh, I'm really glad you leaned away so that we didn't get any mouth sounds on. Uh, on um, I don't see anything on those cables, Brian. Oh really? There's not a you know silly meme or a kitty cat or something on there. Why would there be a kitty cat? We don't have a cat. Oh oh oh! Wait 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 wait! I I goofed. Look at your phone. There's internet there too. Oh, it's phone meme times. Yep. It, what what's your favorite phone meme time you had today? I've been really enjoying following this person on Instagram, and their account is actually wait. Let me look it up so that I know it f- for sure. Oh, it's really weird because their username actually starts with an underscore. It's underscore Brian Hamilton. Oh my god. Um. Oh my god. Oh, you actually didn't post it today. I guess you just posted it on Twitter. Um, Brian Hamilton is my boyfriend, Brian Hamilton. Um, and he posted a very cute video of him with socks from Untitled Goose Game that look like a goose and that you can use as a sock puppet. And it was a video of him opening his hand in the sock to make it look like the goose was talking. And he said, honk. It was very, very cute. It is a lovely day in the village, and you are a breakfast podcast. It's it's a beautiful day in the village, and my name is Allison Truge, and this is more. Important meal. If I had if I had a lunch podcast, what would it be called? Would it be called More Important Meal? No, that's if Dan Morin was on the show with you, it'd be More Important Meal. Would it be called Less Important Meal? I think it would be called, like, lunchtime. I don't like that. That doesn't sound snappy. How about lunchtime? Wait, what if it was called doomsday preppers? Um, what? That's That, that took a sharp left. Well, because, you know, like, it's meal prepping. But, like, what if it was, like, like, the word doomsday is, like, a cool word? So it could be like doomsday preppers. Uh, no, bad, 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 bad. Rewind, rewind.